Hello and welcome to another episode of Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bankhurst, alongside Ron Greenbaum. And Grow Like a Pro is a show all about learning how to achieve your goals and dreams as a business owner and also how to grow as a person. And this week, we have two incredible people who are going to help us do that and help the listeners do that as well. And, you know, Ron, I'd love to welcome Chris Engel and Lori Smith, the owners of Blue Marlin Graphics, to the show this week. Welcome, guys. Hey, Hi, Adam. Hi, you. Ron. Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great to have you. And I think you guys have a little history with Ron, don't you? This isn't the first time you guys are talking. No, no. Ron and I, Ron and I have worked together uh, on and off. But certainly since 1980, uh, he and I worked at, at a local company. And uh, quite frankly, Ron is, is one of the reasons for my success. Um, you know, he's, he's been a mentor to me. He certainly was a mentor back then. And even when I talk to my children now about the importance of relationships and, and mentoring, having somebody that kind of looks out for you, um, that was Ron Greenbaum back in the early 80s. And uh, we've had a long, long-term relationship, a, a great relationship. I think there was a time that we, we both didn't connect. Um, things were going on in our lives, but uh, I certainly talked to Lori a lot about Ron and what he, what he meant to me personally and, and business-wise as well. And I think I, we went to the Penn State game here at Ohio State, um, which I'm an alumni of, uh, at, at the Penn State part, and uh, 105,000 people, and who was sitting right in front of me but Ron, and, <laughs> and I just knew that at that point, um, it was it was in the stars, and we needed to get back together, and, and, and we've, we've been reunited since then, and that's probably been in the last 10 or 15 years, I would say. Yeah, actually, Chris, uh, first of all, I never, you know, all the credit is yours in terms of your success, you know, uh, I'm, I'm glad I was uh, able in the beginning to uh, work with you and uh, mentor you. But, you know, really, you took the ball and you ran with it, which, you know, a lot of people don't do. But you certainly did it. And obviously, you got fortunate like I did and married the right person. So that makes a big difference, too. But <laughs> you know, especially since you're working uh, together. Um, but, you know, the reality, I mean, it's crazy because... As we talked about, you I think you were at my 30th birthday party, and uh, I'm going to have my 70th here. I, I don't try to hide my age. And <laughs> so that's that's a long way. But, um, you know, in addition to that football game, we saw each other at a restaurant, too. Which So the stars align for us to certainly reestablish our uh, relationship. But there are certain people that in, in anybody's life that are meaningful and you know, you're, you're right in there, Chris. Uh, and, and now with your beautiful wife, uh, you know, and wonderful wife, I think, and family, it's, it's just so, Terry and I, my wife, are just so happy that uh, we did reunite. But let's talk about what's going on now. Yeah. So yeah, why don't we just kind of before I'd love to dive into the story of, you know, how you guys met and grew and do all this kind of things. But let's talk about Blue Marlin Graphics first for people who aren't aware with it. Lori, why don't you kind of give us a little like breakdown of what what you guys do? Yeah, we are a company that provides um, promotional products, anything with a logo on it, like a pen or a mug or clothing with an embroidered logo or t-shirts with the silkscreen logo or um, 
anything like that, as well as printed products like envelopes, business cards, uh, business forms, posters, pamphlets, anything like that. So we, we have a pretty wide offering and it is, um, there's almost every business can use a product that we have. So it, it, it's a, we have a pretty wide audience, but we are uh, brokers. So we have a lot of business partners that provide these great services that we have relationships with. So when somebody comes to us with a need for whatever application, then we have a corresponding partner that we work with to provide this, the product or service that they need. So that, that those are uh, the offerings that we have. Gotcha. And how long have you guys been doing this for? We started the company in 1999. Oh, wow. So yeah, we've been around for a while. We started, we started Blue Marlin Graphics in 1999. I was formally trained in sort of the, sort of that old boring stuff, business forms, envelopes, labels, all of those pieces and parts that really have changed a lot. Um, well, and the truth is there's so much that is on online anymore. Um, so we still sell those print products, but that business is not nearly as vital and vibrant as it once was. Um, so there, you know, that, that's all morphed and we've, we've sort of developed the, the promotional product side of things while still sticking to some of our core printing pieces. But we've also, you know, worked with a lot of direct mail as well, where we print and produce and, and mail. And, and quite frankly, some large projects, and, and probably mailings as big as a quarter million pieces um, in the past, but um, that's, that's part of our, 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 our piece as well. So we, have, we are somewhat of a mom and pop in all the good ways yeah. in that we're, we're flexible, we're innovative, and we can get, ideally we can get answers to customers and develop those relationships. And yeah. that's what we really have to offer. That's what it's all about. And are, are you guys like, Big Fishers, or is there a different story behind Blue Marlin, the name? Well, I, I certainly enjoy fishing, but I also think that that you know we I worked in the corporate world, and I, I thought I wanted something that was uh, sort of an emotional lo logo, uh, a visual piece, maybe something that you could tie a logo to. So it, it, yeah, we wanted to be the big fish, and we didn't right. want a stiff a stiff name, and that's what yeah. we something that would maybe be memorable, a little bit different. And, and to a degree, visual and emotional. Yeah, I, I think you succeeded. I, I, you know, I'm all about branding, and I think you, you know, you have a great logo. And uh, again, it, people, I'm sure, ask you all the time about that name, and that's a good thing, you know. So uh, you can, uh, you know, that that was obviously, I think, a very good choice. Yeah, and so what? What kind of brought? you guys to the idea to start Blue Marlin? Kind of what was, what were you guys doing before? And like, what brought you two together to say, you know what, it's time to do this ourselves and start what you guys have been doing for so long, which is just incredible. Well, that's kind of an interesting story because a friend of mine, we worked together for, for another corporation selling printing for some time. And actually um, we, he got into trouble with a non-compete and the non-compete had, had specific accounts on, to, on it. And it was, and at the same time, they wanted, this corporation wanted him to be the poster boy 
for why you would never violate your non-compete. The initial round of business, uh, the initial ruling was that they ruled in his favor and this company went back again and, and, and eventually ruled against him. Uh, make a long story short, he, we made a gentleman's agreement in that I would maintain his accounts, create Blue Marlin Graphics, maintain those accounts until two years later he could get out. And that was, that was sort of how we created Blue Marlin Graphics. At the same time, we knew the vendors, um, so we knew where, where to get those things. So that was kind of how we developed it. That, that's the short version of it. I had already been working for another company where if you can imagine, I, I sort of purchased it and I agreed to, to a price that they would be paying for it. And this other company was sort of the administrative piece of it or the bank. So they would do the billing, they would do the collecting and then I would see a percentage of that. I invested so much into that knowing all of those pieces and parts, I thought, well, we can do this on our own. And um, at the same time, Lori worked for KPMG as, as a consultant. Yeah, my background was in computer science. I have a degree in computer science. So I was a consultant. I was doing a lot of traveling and working on different projects all over the place, including in Europe. But then um, we just saw this opportunity where I could do a lot of the, when we started, I was doing a lot of the administrative stuff, accounting stuff, doing the books and billing and, and that kind of stuff. And then as we've evolved, I've become more involved in selling and doing the website, which my computer science background helps with. Yeah. And, um, you know, just, just becoming more involved in delivering a product as well. So we also had kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's awesome. How many kids that, you guys have? That changes things too. How many kids do you guys have? Three daughters. Oh, great. Um, yeah. 23, 21, and 19. Oh, nice. Three beautiful daughters and very well educated. Did they end up going to Penn oh. State, any of them? No, no. They <laughs> I went to Ohio State. They all they all went are going to yeah. Yeah, I'm there we go. Going. Yeah, Buckeyes, Buckeyes. man. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, you're a bit outnumbered here. You got another Ohio Absolutely. State grad here. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome. That's that's it's so great to hear that story. To hear you guys, you know, working for so long and, and making it work and building a family and a business. It's just it's a very inspiring thing, and I look forward to diving a bit more into it. But unfortunately, we do have to take a short break. So make sure to stay tuned to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN, and we will be right back. Hello and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your hosts, Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum and our special guests, Chris Engel and Lori Smith, the owners of Blue Marlin Graphics. And before we get back to the incredible story of Chris and Lori, I do want to remind people that if you miss part of the show, if you want to listen back to it, share it with a friend, anything like that, we just want to remind you that Grow Like a Pro goes live on 610 WTVN every Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But if you can't make that, no worries because at the same time, it is available on podcast services around the globe. And if you want to be a part of the show and ask guests and ask guest questions, or even help share your story on Grow Like a Pro and, you know, help our listeners learn how to grow like a pro, you can send an email to hello at growlikeaproshow.com. Once again, that is hello at growlikeaproshow.com. And now with that out of the way, I want to jump back into Chris and Lori's story and kind of dive a bit deep into you know, running a business. So you guys have been starting this since 1999. And obviously, 
you know, working with, you know, a loved one and family members and friends, like it always sounds great, but you always hear some horror stories, unfortunately. So I'd kind of love to hear a bit of your take on what it's been like to work together over, you know, all these years and kind of like, what, what's the secret sauce of making it work? Well, I think what, what has worked for us is that we have some pretty clearly defined roles. We know what each of us is good at and what each of us is not as good at. And we're, we're fortunate to be balanced pretty well in that and willing to pick up, you know, wherever the other left off. And it's kind of evolved over time because when we first started the company, we, we had a website, but it was very limited in functionality. And, you know, I was doing a lot of the bookkeeping and that kind of stuff. And things have certainly evolved over uh, the life of the company, but we have evolved together and we have evolved, you know, our roles have evolved. Um, we, it gets a little bit challenging because we actually work out of our home as well. So we don't, uh, we don't go into an office yeah. to work. And so it can be a little bit difficult to identify where work stops and our personal lives begin. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's a little bit um, of a challenge to keep that balance as well. But we we have just been able to do it over the years. Do you have anything to add, Chris? Or no, you know, Lori and I like working with Ron in, in you know in a previous life. I worked with Lori as well um, at the same company, and she she entered orders for me. So we always had sort of a a professional relationship, and um, and that grew. And then at some point, there was a moment at which I said, "Let's let's let's get together. Let's go out." I I don't know how that all happened. So so that that was part of it. We did have work together. Uh, me as a salesperson her as an order entry early on. And uh, that, was, that was sort of how things kicked off. Um, it's always interesting. I think Lori did point out the fact that, you know, there needs to be a separation between um, work and play or work and family and all those kind of things. It's not always that easy to define. And I think each of us at different times have, have um, things that we're thinking about, that we're concerned about in, in the business side of things. And you can't help but share some of those things. And sometimes the, the other side isn't quite as engaged with, with that thought, whether it's eight o'clock or 6.30 cooking dinner, all those pieces of parts. So um, there's just a little bit of awareness and sensitivity that each one of us have different interests related to the business, different concerns at different times as well. Um, but it's all about balance. It's all about you know being sensitive to those things and and having a handoff at different times in terms of who's going to do what. And it's just worked really well for us, especially when our kids were younger. You know, when we had small children and there was a lot of running around to do and being able to work together to um, balance that in a with the business. It, it just worked really well for us to be able to have a lot of flexibility, a lot of flexibility to travel, a lot of flexibility to run to soccer games or whatever we needed to do. So 
Um, you know, what's interesting is the fact that your, your company and the way you've done things over the years are perfect for the pandemic because you, you haven't had to do a lot of changing uh, of how you do business. Uh, you, you know, you've worked out of your home, so you're used to doing that. Um, you've had a, a family balance, uh, things like that. I know, I think that, you know, Lori, you, you probably are the very organized part of the business. And uh, I, I think that, that everybody needs that. So you're a real success story and you've grown a very nice business. So, you know, again, um, you know, one of the things you, uh, I think uh, you talked about what you're offering. I know one of the things you offer is um, logo based uh, PPE as well. And I don't think you talked, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit uh, later on, but uh, that is an offering that right now is pretty meaningful for most companies. Yes, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. That's definitely new products that a year ago, we had no idea we'd be offering those things, but we've sold a lot of uh, yeah. those items over the past year. Masks or gators or um, all kinds of stuff. And, you know, and, and as our business grew, there was a time when I literally was out making calls all the time. So physically seeing people. Um, and then I, I get out into sort, sort of remote, er I'm sorry, areas outside of town whether it be Circleville, Chillicothe, Mount Vernon, some of those kind of places. So there was a time that I worked my customers very hard. And then eventually they started working me hard. So that's kind of the plan as well. So there was a lot more time in front of the screen um, and using the telephone and less physical contact as those, those relationships started to blossom and bloom. Um, that was sort of how we saw things, but, but you're exactly right. The pandemic is not, we've been working remotely for some time and that's been good. Yeah. And how, like, I mean, how quickly did you start offering these PPE things and what else did the kind of the pandemic shift your business? Cause I'm sure, you know, obviously you guys do work from home and it is kind of not as big of a change as some others, but I'm sure there was still things you guys had to juggle and change and stuff. So how quickly was the process? What were some of the biggest challenges? And when did you kind of say, you know what, I think we have a nice plan to kind of hopefully help people out during this thing? Well, pretty quickly, I mean, it, I would say in April, we started taking orders for um, customized face masks. Now those masks then, were the bare minimum. I can't imagine anybody actually buying those masks now because they were like a single layer um, of like t-shirt material that was, it was just basic, but people wanted it. People wanted something every, you know, all of a sudden everybody said, everybody needs a mask. So we started selling those in April. And then the products themselves have evolved pretty, pretty quickly over the past year. And now we have lots of choices. We have masks that are triple layer that you can insert a filter into that have a nose clip to you know, keep it fitted to your face better. We have accessories for masks. There's plenty of options. So, it's been interesting to see that whole 
product line evolve over the past several months? Um, at, at the same time, the demand was so huge. Um, for instance, in the case of hand sanitizers, you know, it was more like, can you get them? Uh, can you get us something? Um, so it, there, there, were, there were periods where the, it just, it was extremely difficult to get certain products, um, hand sanitizers. And there's been an evolution, as Lori said, with, with face masks and, and really come full cycle with full color sublimation, just about anything in terms of decoration. And the prices have softened a little bit. So it's, it's become more manageable, but which is a spot we, we certainly didn't think about a year ago. Yeah, definitely. And then another way that our business changed with the pandemic is that um, with a lot of the clothing products that we sell, we typically in the past, we would deliver, let's say a company wanted to get polo shirts for all their office employees. So they would place an order of 100 polo shirts and we would deliver them to their office and then they would distribute them. Well, with everybody working from home, they can't do that anymore because nobody's at the office. Right. So what we have done is started to ship individual shipments. Like we will ship them to each of their employees. And it's a, it's a service that I, there's certainly some expense involved in it, but they're willing to pay for that because it's a valuable service just to be able to have it shipped directly to, to their employers, employees or to their customers. Or so that direct shipping piece of it is something that we, we offered some of that in the past, but it has certainly, that aspect has grown over the past, you know, since the pandemic started, because that's, that's what people want. They want it delivered yeah. directly to the it end. Also, Excuse me, Chris uh, told me about uh, one company that you they gave each employee a budget to use and kind of like a company store of uh, with you guys where you actually they, they gave them a certain amount of money and you know if they exceeded it they paid themselves but they could get uh, swag you know for lack of a better term uh, from the company and I thought that was brilliant I thought that was a great. Uh, way to keep people engaged and make sure they can uh, wear the, you know, I'm again, I'm a big believer in branding. So the fact yeah, that I, you can actually handle all that for a company that to me, that's, that's very meaningful. Yeah. And so we, we will create a company store, you know, a customized store with any number of products that, that they want with their logo on them. And we take all the orders on our website and it's exclusive to them. We can have a, a username and password for each of their employees and, and set a specific allowance amount if the company wants to do that. And, um, or sometimes, you know, if they want to just say, okay, each employee go in and order one, one shirt or two shirts or whatever, whatever they want to do. But yeah, it's, it's a, um, it's a great gifting thing. And they have given us a lot of feedback about how valuable it is even on Zoom meetings for their employees to be there attending a Zoom meeting with a shirt that has their company name on it. So people know that, that that's one of their representatives. So, um, you know, you, it, 
you might not always think that it's as important because you're not meeting people in person, but still people are seeing you. Well, it's valuable. And the, other, and the other thing, we did approach this company. They're an engineering firm. They've really grown. They've got, now they have probably 400 employees, 19 offices throughout the, the country. They're a civil engineering firm. And they, they want, you know, the other challenge is, is to retain, retain employees um, and also branding. Uh, we, we talked to one of the branding marketing managers and she said she'd do, go to a conference and she'd look around at shirts and she said it looked like a box of Skittles had just fallen on the, on the table. <laughs> the, the point was they were able to identify exactly the look, the logos and the colors. And, and another thing when we initially took this project on was that, hey, we're sort of tired of all these, these shirts, you know, the, same, the sameness of everything. So we have been able to look at things uh, every time and kind of look at new products, introduce new products, sort of shift the store around a little bit, not to say that we're not, you know, we're still with some of the core pieces that are popular, but adding some new stuff to it. And, uh, and I think in terms of company morale and all those pieces, um, it, it's really been positive. And then Lori's been good in, we've developed some relationship in taking that same concept or that core concept and then transferring it to other companies as well. Yeah, that's, that's great to see you guys adapting and changing as over all these years, especially with this pandemic. And, you know, I had a couple other questions for you just in regards to that, but unfortunately we do have to take a short break. So we will be right back with more of the story of Chris and Lori and uh, just stay tuned to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN and we will be right back. Hello and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your hosts Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum and our special guests Chris Engel and Lori Smith, the owners of Blue Marlin Graphics. And if you've missed this incredible story of Chris and Lori, I, I just really want to encourage you to check out our podcast that goes live every Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time alongside with the live show at the radio to hear all about their interesting perspective from you know running this business that it's printing and promotions, but it's also just helping others, you know, brand themselves, get an identity. And I think it's super important, especially in the pandemic with companies having to, you know, change their whole game plan. I, I do kind of want to ask you, Chris and Lori, about what have you kind of seen during the pandemic that what have maybe companies focused on or have you seen? Because you see probably so many different types of industries. What are some of the big things that people have tried to, to do to kind of, you know, make a name for themselves in this new normal we're living in? Well, I, I, it, it's been, quite frankly, it's been a challenge. Why has it been a challenge? Because there are no really conferences as of late. There's been no job fairs. There's not been trade shows. So the, a lot of the things that we would traditionally sell, whether they be tote bags or any number of things, that, that has really changed. So we've had to get into... Uh, PPE products and and some of the customized stores. We've also changed a little bit in that that for the longest time we focused on companies that weren't necessarily in our backyard um, and not so much companies, but the school district and a relationship with the elementary schools, the junior high school, the high schools. That has been an area that we've really seen grow. Perhaps not so much during the pandemic. But overall, we've had some tremendous growth 
as sort of being a local provider. And, and once again, Lori creating and developing a relationship and, and some of the company stores there as, as well. I think one of the things we've also seen is we've worked with some nonprofits and done some, some direct mail pieces. We are not so much a design house, but we certainly have enough experience that we can help people out. But we, we certainly would print, uh, produce, and mail all of the all of those things for direct mail, which has been an effective way for nonprofits to reach out and, and quite frankly, generate some, some money as of late too. Lori, do you wanna add anything? And not necessarily just nonprofits for the mail piece, but um, anybody who wants to send direct mail to a list of customers or prospective customers. Um, no, but I, I think um, the obvious thing with the pandemic is there aren't as many in-person events. And so um, we, in the past, that has been a big source of need for the products that we provide, a lot of them. And so maybe things have just shifted away from those and, and uh, more in the PPE direction or and more in other clothing directions instead of like t-shirts for a 5k or something so and, and sort of to go backwards a little bit if you think about some of our core areas we certainly sell to corporate but some of our core pieces were small to medium-sized financial institutions credit unions banks that sort of thing and also higher education we work closely with uh, state institutions, state schools, um, in their admission departments, record registration, any number of different areas. And through the years, if you can imagine, some of those higher education pieces have been almost, uh, I, I'm sorry, I can't think of the word, but the opposite of the economy. In other words, if the economy is soft, people are in college a lot of times, especially in community colleges. So we, we, we had that advantage going in some of the soft periods, uh, maybe 2008, 2009. Um, so that has helped us out. Those were some of the core pieces of, that have been of our business as well. Well, you know, it's interesting, obviously. I think the people, a lot of companies like yourselves or people, when you understand that you have to, the big buzzword now is pivot, or I, I always call it re-engineer. You know, over the years, I've, I've as you guys know, I own a number of companies and we re-engineer you know you have to if, if you don't re-engineer your company you're going to end up like Sears or you know companies that are totally out of business now and um, you know again I think that's what you guys have done you realize and I think when you're like uh, you know a smaller company like yourselves in some ways it's a little easier because it's just the two of you to make a decision um you know, the bigger companies, uh, I think, get lost in bureaucracy, things like that. But uh, obviously, you've got your finger on the pulse of what's necessary. And, you know, you got to feed your family. You, you absolutely have to uh, figure out how to do it because the alternative is, is not a good one. So, you know, you should be commended because you've thought of a lot and been involved with a lot of uh, new ways and and even old ways of, of doing things, but uh, surviving. Yeah. And it's, a, I think it's, it's a, you know, a testament to obviously 
the type of industry you're in where you deal with so many different types of companies and you've dealt with so many things since 1999 and even before then. And, you know, one of those things that I do kind of want to jump in is probably the most formative time of, you know, Blue Marlin, even before that is the meeting of Chris and Ron, because what's more important than that? I mean, seriously, let's talk about that for a second, because that was the moment of a lifetime, right? <laughs> Can you remember that far back, Ron? No. Um, yeah, I recruited you pretty much. You were yes. fresh out of college, but almost. And yeah, that's, working- that's exactly right. Ron, was. You- we would see one another at trade shows. Um, if I'm not mistaken, in New York City, that was that was one of them, and yeah. uh, we were we were young, and and uh, Ron Ron did absolutely recruit me, and uh, really stayed stayed on me, and uh, eventually I, I came to Columbus. I think I would call that the missing years, um, and I've been in Columbus since the early '80s, and and it was really a lot of uh, a lot of Ron and and and. Uh, our relationship and we were bachelors back then. And, um, it was, it was, it was all good. We, we've also got another cast of characters that we're not going to get into this, but uh, some people we still continue to have relationships with as well. But we also were, it was our formative years and we as a sales team with Ron as a sales manager, there were some, there were some people that really, really have developed over the years. And uh, Ron is, is one of those people and, uh, myself, I believe, and, and another person that we've stayed close with. And uh, just interesting to see how we grow up and mature and raise families and businesses and all those kinds. Yeah, I mean, a lot of success came out of that. And, uh, you know, uh, again, I've always, one of the things I've always been pretty good at is seeing talent. And Chris is, all, you know, you're very talented and as a, a person, a salesperson, and, uh, you know, it's about relationships, and that's what selling is, in my opinion. And you're great at building relationships. You know, I know it probably hurts you a bit that you can't go to, you know, Chris, I know you built your business on networking a lot. And right now, there's not a lot, you know, unless you're on a Zoom call all day long, uh, there's not that in person. Uh, and I think that's hurting things uh, in general in our society. But, uh, Overall, because you built those relationships with your customers, I think they're they're staying. I think people are staying loyal to certain certain people. There's a lot of people on the internet now trying to earn business. I get a, I literally get three to four hundred emails a day from people trying to uh, sell me something. And uh, you know, overall, I've I've tried to just uh, maintain with the people that uh, over the years have done. Uh, well, you know, have helped me out. And I, and again, back, even going back then, if there was any, nothing else, I think we had good relationships with our customers. Well, Ron, I think you bring up one of the, the, the most key points to our success, and that is relationships. I mean, that, that's exactly what it is. It, it is one of, of trust, of commitment, of doing what it is that you say you're going to do and then following through. And at the same time, you always have to have somebody on the other side of the, the desk um, that, that values those things too. Um, because if that's, that's not valuable to them, um, we're not the low cost leader, um, not by any means, but we, we are gonna get it done. We're gonna, we're gonna ask some questions. And quite frankly, we have a lot of experience and we're gonna be able to look ahead into the crystal ball and realize that 
there may be some issues, you know, and we want to bring them up to you. So it, it is it is truly relationships and also making it easy for people to do business with you. And quite frankly, being being nice, um, as, as simple a term as that is, and, and perhaps that's not in all the business books, but I think you, 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 want, you want to be nice to people and kind and considerate and, and practice those things. And return, it, it, it works. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's such a, an easy thing to people to forget that it's a lot simpler than some people make it. It's just be welcoming, be open, and just share a relationship and let people know that you care. And that's that really will make a difference. And, you know, unfortunately, I hate to cut the story short, but we do have to jump to one more commercial break before our last segment with Chris and Lori. So make sure to stay tuned to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN, and we will be right back. Hello and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your hosts, Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum and our special guests, Chris Engel and Lori Smith, the owners of Blue Marlin Graphics. And once again, my friends, we are at my least favorite segment of the show, meaning we soon have to let Chris and Lori go after sharing some incredible, you know, stories and tips and all these incredible things for us and the listeners. And we couldn't be thankful enough. And, you know, I, I really want to encourage people if they've learned something, if they really liked it to reach out to Chris and Lori, because they've seen it all. I mean, they've been through so much, the ups and downs and seen so many things and can really, I think, help give perspective and maybe help if you're in a, in a need. So Chris and Lori, what is the best way for people to reach out to you, ask questions, maybe even use some of your services? Probably going to our website. There's a contact page on our website. Our website is um, bluemarlingraphics.com and they can get in touch with us there. There's also a telephone number listed there and email. So lots of options. What's great is this is truly why you want to be an entrepreneurial, have an entrepreneurial business. You have freedom. That's yeah. why I do it. And, you know, these guys, interviewing these guys is tremendous. I, I just really feel strongly that I wanted to talk to them because, you know, it's like talking to members of my family. But, uh, you know, I know a lot about their, you know, I can give them a testimonial and being a customer and, as Chris said, you know, it's all about, and that's what I've always preached, deliver, be who you say you're going to be and do what you say you're going to do. And, uh, you know, being a face of a brand myself, I, I know firsthand that you want to make sure you do things the right way because people will, that, that's how you grow your business. And I know these guys have, have really worked and helped a lot of people. And uh, again, um, you know, there may be something, like I said, if there's a charity or anything you guys want to mention, feel free. Sure, sure. Yes, we've been we've been actively involved in a number of things, but one that comes to mind, two of them that come to mind is the Worthington Resource Pantry, which is sort of the Worthington Food Pantry here. Um, and it, it, it covers those zip codes that are covered by the Worthington School District. And as much as you think about Worthington, there are a lot of people in need. So we, we have given a lot to them, but, but not only, we've also given their time. I was on the board. I was former president of the board as well. Um, and, and my strengths are more on the development side of things. So that's, been, that's just been a, an outlet for giving that's very visible to the Worthington community. And whether you volunteer, whether you choose to give them money, whether you, whatever it is that you can do to help them out. 
Um, it, it's just been valuable for me and quite frankly, valuable in developing relationships as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's so great to see you guys not only giving back to the community on your business side, but also in charitable work and volunteering and doing stuff. So, you know, it's, it's, it's an incredible things you guys are doing and I wish you many, many more years of success. And I can't thank you enough for joining us this week. And like I said, we'll definitely have to have you guys back on soon. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. It's a great opportunity for us. Of course. Of course. And once again, if you want to check out. Always, always good. Always. And yeah, I do want to remind you to check out Blue Marlin Graphics at bluemarlingraphics.com. And to remind you that Grow Like a Pro does go live every Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on 610 WTVN, as well as podcast services around the world at that same time. And if you want to be a part of the show, or if you want to help share your story, send an email to hello at growlikeaproshow.com. Once again, that is hello at growlikeaproshow.com. And my friends, that is the end of another episode. I can't thank you all enough for taking the time to spend this hour with us and hope you learned something because I sure did. And I'm so happy to have had these two wonderful people on the show. And until next week, we hope you guys have a great day and or night, and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody.